Welcome to another episode of the Rise Dynasty podcast, a podcast we do every week for sure. We have a lot of time, and this year, this year we've been really dedicated to the craft for sure. Um, so I, yeah, no complaints this year as well about us missing the podcast as well. This is, I mean, my God, we are just we are podcasters by by heart here, Michael. This is what we love to do. I think we're starting to take this as our full-time job. I mean, the hours of prep that we've put into these podcasts, you know, days. I mean, we have our weekly meetings on Mondays just to discuss like, all right, hey, let's let's listen to last week. Let's make sure we know exactly what we need mm-hmm. to change. Uh, you know, we go over the script on Tuesday and then just so much work goes into this. Eventually we get to the day we record, consistent every week on Thursdays, and uh, we're ready to go before the football games yeah. even start every time. Oh, yeah. And they, they, this is behind-the-scenes stuff, but we record four episodes, and we choose the best takes of each each segment, and I sort of piece them together. Mm-hmm. I edit this thing for a full 24 hours. I, I miss out on some sleep. It doesn't matter. I'm trying to make the best product I can here. No, you don't need for, sleep. For the 10 people who listen to this. Yeah, right. No, sleep. Yeah, no, John goes through uh, our four versions. I rate the script for four different episodes. That way, you know, we can pick and choose our favorite segments, and then John goes through and edits which ones are the best. So you're really listening to four podcasts every week. Think about that and stop complaining down there in the comment section. Yeah, everyone's like, where's the podcast? It's like, sorry, I'm I'm busy editing. I have so many takes to go through. It's just... It's a lot, you know. It's a, we do so much, um, you know. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta wait for perfection, you know. You really do. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I am sad we uh, have been doing the podcast in all seriousness because uh, this this year has been insane. It has been insanely um, good, a, a good year for this league. Everyone's been really good. I, I am. It is. This league has stressed me the hell out this year more than it ever has Mm -hmm. because every single week I am playing someone good every single Sunday there's a chance I lose it's it's sad at times it's scary at times um but I just want to like shout out everyone in this league for putting together great rosters this year um really fun year yeah it's been a great Uh, year I mean we we have the teams. The only thing that hasn't been great was the playoff push because we kind of knew who it was going to be. However, those six yeah. teams are just so competitive. It's made it really fun. Um, we truly have no idea who is going to win this, but now there's uh, a little uncertainty with these with this COVID breakout, which could throw a wrench into the playoffs. That kind of stinks because I just want to see like straight up who's got the best team um, in this or who can actually make it through the gauntlet of the playoffs. I don't think the best team is going to win because, honestly, the best team, you could kind of point to any of them and make the case. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. which is why this COVID thing's like, making even bigger of an impact. It's not like Anthony's team is, like, insanely good and all of a sudden COVID's bringing them down to our level or something. Like, we're all very even. So if someone gets hit with like one case of COVID, it's like, well, now what do I do? Like, I'm getting screwed over here because I I'm facing 
an insane team who just happened to not get like this week. I have no COVIDs. I do have like Darren Waller's out, which sucks. But besides that, like I, obviously I'm having a very lucky week. James Robinson is back to the starter with a new, brand new coach. Josh Allen's going to play. Aaron Jones is going to play despite being sick all week. Mm-hmm. Like I, I got very lucky. Um, so it's it sucks that things like that might decide our game. Things like Anthony, like Nick Chubb's entire team having COVID, Tyler Lockett being on the COVID list, might just lose him the game, which sucks. Yeah, it, that absolutely stinks for Anthony. Uh, just because he's he already got a really good week out of Mahomes, and so now he's looking at that second flex spot. It's like, well, Elijah Mitchell's out. Oh, Nick Chubb's team has COVID. Tyler Lockett has has COVID. Like. It's yeah, that makes it really difficult for that matchup in particular on a team that you know was building to be ready for the playoffs based on who plays in the playoffs, who's going to be healthy, and now you're taking the COVID factor into it, and you know there's no way to prepare for that. It's just it, it's happened now. You make the best out of it, but that's probably going to have a say at least a little bit in this matchup, and that's that stinks especially with this being just such a gauntlet. but Oh, yeah. Anthony's team's like the main team getting hit super hard by it, which stinks for him. Mm-hmm. Nothing, yeah, I mean, nothing he um, did. It was just... <coughs> yeah. Um, um, but he got a good week out of my homes. He, he definitely still has a chance to beat me. Um, so it still should be a good matchup, hopefully. Um, but Thursday night, man. Ooh, that that really gave a, a good lead to Jack as well in that Jack Chris game. Um, yeah, gotta feel bad for Chris after that. Holy! Cow. I did not watch the game. I just caught up on the chat like right now. Um, I was watching Spider Man during the game, which uh, <laughs> well worth it. But I heard it was an awesome game. So oh yeah, I'd like to go through before we kind of start about talking about the playoff matchups. Can we go through and give our playoff rankings, starting with the Toilet Bowl rankings? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm absolutely all in. Um, I'll immediately say I think the current favorite for me to, like, I guess win the toilet bowl, which means lose these next two games, is Nick. Um, I I think Nick's team is currently at an all-time low. Um, And it's not like Tom, where, like, Tom was built, is building his team to tank, and now that he doesn't need to tank anymore, Tom is legit looking good. He's going to play who he wants to play. He's going to pick up Rashad Penny after he dropped him and look like a good team. Nick's team happened to get the first overall pick um, and also is not set up well to win after that. So I, I currently I have Nick as the worst team out of these four. I agree with you. Um, I think, yeah, now Tom's playing to win. He wants to avoid a punishment here. Um He's got decent players on this roster. It's not great. That's why he has such great draft capital. He's going to build the running back position back up. Rashad Penny, who is a uh, longtime veteran on my squad, maybe he was probably one of the top five picks I took in the draft initially. I think he was like a top five-round pick um, in the original Rice Dynasty draft. Uh, But he's got the Purple Goblin in, uh, Tom does. Um, Nick, on the other end, is going with a two-tight end set, so that's hard to argue. However, Nick's team is just, it's not good. Um, Lamar obviously got hurt last week, which really brought his points (laughs) down. So that was good for him getting the number one pick, I guess. But 
Yeah, this is not a good team. Um, he's probably last place. Favorite to lose out and be the Poop King. Yes, definitely the favorite there. Uh, but I'm sure he's happy he's got that number one pick anyways. No, he's thrilled. Um, he, he When Kenneth Walker <laughs> declared for the draft, he texted me. He's like, Kenneth Walker has just declared for my fantasy team. Oh, <laughs> uh-oh. Michael's going to have to be going for a draft pick, I guess, in the offseason. We'll talk about those trades coming up, <laughs> probably after the playoffs. Um, yeah, the second, uh, so number three in my toilet bowl rankings would be Alex, and it's by a slim margin, but Alex, um, he, I, I just think he's got a really tough tr- matchup with Charlie this week, so he'll probably lose that. I think it's going to be close. Uh, he does have Jeff Wilson playing. And Ramatre Stevenson is going to play without Damian Harris, which is good. So it, it could be close. Uh, obviously, he's got Leonard Fournette, who has been amazing this year, number four running back on the season, as we all saw coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to switch Same. it up. Tom's going to be three for me. I'm sorry. I, mid mid mm. decision switch. Uh, Alex has a way better running back situation, um, and so I'm going to give. Uh, Alex the edge over Tom. I guess I'll just talk about Tom here, and I won't talk about Alex again. Um, but Tom's playing the Purple Goblin, which, if it's anything like the Spider-Man movie, he'll be very threatening, but doesn't seem like it's going to be. So <laughs> I'll give uh, Alex the edge um, there over Tom. Yeah, I agree. I, I was just looking at, I, I mean, according to Sleeper, Tom and Nick, much lower projections. Uh, Tom might luck out here that he's facing Nick. Uh, because, yeah, I really don't like Tom's flex uh, appeal that much. He's going to have to get lucky about the Purple Goblin. Jerry Judy has been fine, but he hasn't been, like, scoring touchdowns or anything like that. Um, and then when you go up to his starters, even, they've been pretty inconsistent. Um, so, yeah, if, I mean, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are facing Denver, who not a, not, like, the best team, but they usually have a great defense and usually are in low-scoring games. So that's not going to be great for him this week either. It's it's like Alex's team just feels like lately they've consistently um, been scoring a lot, mainly because of letter, Leonard Fournette. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll also put Tom at that three spot. Nice. Uh, so I touched on Alex. Uh, he's done a really good job constructing this roster this year, uh, putting, to get, putting pieces in that will – be able to score in points uh, has definitely overachieved in my eyes, and he's building with draft picks, so I like where he's at. He should get Deshaun Watson back next year, hopefully, um, which would really boost his team up as well. Anyway, um, I've got him number two, and then Charlie's number one for me. Favorite to come out of the toilet bowl unscathed, despite starting Taysom Hill, because Taysom Hill is really doing well with his rushing, um, scoring him a lot of points. Uh, he's got a decent running back situation. Michael Carter, they said, is going to be a back and in, in the game plan. Um, so, yeah, this is not a bad team by Charlie by any means. Uh, the best, uh, most complete roster top to bottom. So despite Metcalf having not so great of a year, very inconsistent, um, Charlie is going to be the best uh, team in this toilet bowl. Uh, yeah, I agree. I have not much to add about either as well. Just that, like, I don't know. I still think even we're looking at the toilet bowl here, but Alex and Charlie all year have still been competing with these this top six, and the top six is insane. So 
Um, they've still been able to like grab wins off those teams, which has been impressive. And both of them still got very good rosters here. Yeah, it's a you shame know, so, they got yeah, matched not, up. Not much shame. Yeah, it is because I do think they. They both, I mean, Charlie has just, like, been super inconsistent, but I still think out of these four, he definitely has the best mm-hmm. roster. Yeah, by far. Um, so, it, yeah, it sucks that both these these two uh, ended up matching up and Tom ended up grabbing that seven seed. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Alex trying to, like, avoid a punishment for the first time ever, which I'm kind of rooting for Alex for that reason, to be honest. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely want to see that for Alex. I want him... To go unpunished this year, be part of the enjoyment yeah. of it on our end instead of the uh, the suffering end. So, all right, oh, yeah. the playoffs, the six teams that we've known for a while. John, who do you have at number six in the power rankings? This doesn't have to be like who you think is going to win, but just who's the worst team in the playoffs? God, this is so hard. Even when you like look at last week. All six of these teams did so well last week, besides Jack, who I think just got um, had a little bit of an unlucky week with buys and stuff. But, like, we are, like, all performing at our peak. And obviously Jack, despite not not being as high as the rest of us, immediately comes out with an insane performance mm-hmm. from Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. So, like, how the hell am I supposed to pick a number six here is the question, I guess. Um, and I die. Yeah, I guess I'd just go with Chris, who I've had here for a while now, um, who has just been the most inconsistent out of all of us, chosen his record, which is unfortunate. I mean, he's still been been putting up a lot of points recently, so he still has a really good team, and he could make that... Like, I feel bad for him, because he's... Last time these two teams played, Chris and Jack, like, Chris was just getting walloped, because Jack was just scoring all over the place. He still made an extremely close game, and I think that could definitely happen here again, but I'm just going to put Chris here at six just because he's the most inconsistent of all of us so far, which he's still really good. Yeah, of all the teams that could survive a COVID hit, it would be Chris. Um, I put him at six as well. Uh, This is – you look at his lineup, and we've said this for years, but who do you start? You know, Kyler Murray's going up against Detroit, but do you really go against Tom Brady and the tear that he's been on? It's really hard. So, um, yeah, you feel bad because the two guys that he's really missed, the three guys he's really missing this week, he doesn't have McCaffrey, he doesn't have Swift, and he doesn't have Hopkins. Like, those are basically his big three, like his three best players, mm-hmm. really. And so that that really stinks. Um, he's going to play Devontae Freeman this week, which is something I never thought I'd be saying about somebody in 2021 <laughs> in the playoffs. So that's a choice, wow. but... You know, I don't blame him. I have Terry McLaurin in another league, and it has been awful owning Terry McLaurin. Like, give Ayuk, give Ayuk the start. Give it, give Ayuk the start. He's been doing well. Ayuk has been doing pretty and, well. Yeah, honestly, he started for him last he's year against Atlanta. me. He killed he's me. Facing Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd probably give Ayuk the start. It's close because um, Devontae Freeman. I mean, Lamar Jackson might not even play. So. Uh, it's Green Bay. Green Bay is not a bad defense. So, anyway, it's a tough start regardless of who you pick. Um, but uh, Chris is – he's just got a tough matchups. I don't know if he's going to pull this one out this week. And he's playing Jack of all teams who's off to a red-hot start. It's going to be tough. I've got him six. It's really close, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, like, ranking these teams is insane. Um, 
God, these playoffs are going to be so much fun. Uh, yeah, hopefully Chris makes that a, a close matchup there. Um, at five, I'm also going to go with a little bit of a COVID issue, injury issue team, which is Anthony and his um, unfortunate. His Unfortunately, he went for depth with some trades here, but he didn't get enough because if Tyler Lockett doesn't play this week, he's going to be left with Amon Ross St. Brown, who has been doing bad recently, actually. I didn't realize that. Um, uh, but yeah, I'll go with Anthony at five for now. Um, still a great team, still insanely scary players here, but he might just get screwed by COVID here this week and be out of the playoffs, which is rough. Agreed. That would be very tough for Anthony. Um, especially with the team that he's put together. He's got this year's James Robinson, who's just been riddled with injuries, unfortunately. Um, yeah, if Lockett's out, that's hard to put him higher than five. So I'll go with Anthony here. He's had a great year. He's off to a good start with Mahomes. Um, it's Then it would come down to either like putting in Chase Edmonds. It, it looks like he's going to play, but the question is they use James Conner so much, so it's hard to imagine a scenario where they both go off, although it is Detroit, so you never know. Um, it's going to be tough. I, I'm not sure where you go if you're Anthony, but you just kind of hope for the best with this COVID situation. Um hoping that the Browns get somewhat of an offensive line to play. But, yeah, I'll, I'll put Anthony at five for now. It, it, he's got a tough matchup against you just to start off the playoffs. Like, nobody has an easy matchup, but, like, this is this is tough when you're on a COVID week to play the defending champion. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Um, God. I, who the hell do I put at number four, Michael? Uh, um, I have my pick. All right, you do it first. Oh, I'm going to regret this. I'm going to put Quinn at number four. Wow. The number one team. Um, the most confident player in our league right now. He's very confident, and he should be. He's got a good team, but I just it, – it's astounding to me how good James Conner has been. Like, him and Leonard Fournette are just stunners to me, which is, like, good for them, but um, – he does have a he has got a Zeke and Pollard issue. I don't know who you start. Like I would not want to make that decision. He's still a great team. Cooper Cup, obviously amazing. Um, the Rams situation helped him out last week. He's got Minnesota. That's not a good defense. Um, so this is still a really good team. You know, between the Rams that he's got, between the running back situation, Austin Eckler is incredible. Nothing short of it. Right now, I would put him at four in compare, comparing to the other teams. All right. Um, I think I'm going to put you at four, Michael. I had a feeling. Yeah, I'll, I'll put you at four. But I, like, it's very hard to put you at four because you have been extremely hot the past couple of weeks. Um, putting up 154 on me, you put up 135 last week. Uh, and your teams, I don't know how Tyreek, I'm pretty sure Tyreek Hill did very well on Thursday. He did very well. Um yeah, so your your players very very hot right now. Um, they're looking good. Uh, Justin Herbert even had a pretty good game against the Chiefs. Uh, obviously, none of these points matter for you this week, but overall, your team feels back. Um, your team, you, you still have the only issues maybe are your flex spots and what's going to happen there. But overall, your team still feels back. Your wide receivers are are insane. You obviously have always had like the top tier wide receivers, so. 
Yeah, I'll put you at four for now, but you are insanely hot. You, it's going to be whoever has whoever faces you out of Jack and Chris going to have a tough time next week. Yeah, I put myself at three here. Uh, I agree that I'm starting to get a little hotter. Um, the reason I moved myself above Quinn is mostly due to the performances of George Kittle and like Herbert and Miles Sanders because they've really caught fire recently. Kittle especially the last few games. I mean, oh, yeah. week 13, 37 points against you, like absolutely dominated, uh, 181 yards and two touchdowns, like that that's insane. And then last week, he followed it up with another 13-catch game for 151 yards and a touchdown. Like, if you can get that production out of a tight end spot, like, you have to really consider yourself an elite team. Um if you can keep that going, I, I love my chances heading into the playoffs. Um, you know, Miles Sanders finally looked like himself against the Jets. Now that's also the Jets, so it's interesting. It's going to be interesting <laughs> to see how it translates this the, this week and next week. Um, I think that's going to be a good indicator for me as to who I go with in that slot um, between AJ Dillon, Miles Sanders, and then of course the two tight tight end set with Mike Gesicki. So. Um, <laughs> I think Gesicki may have earned his way out of the lineup, unfortunately. But I'll go with myself at three right now. Um, I had to get through Chris, you, and then Nick uh, to get the bye week, and I, I did. I've rattled off quite a few in a row, so uh, six in a row to be exact. Hottest team in the league. I'll put myself at three. Oh, yeah, been nice. I, I mean, your point, you still have a really good team. Your points allowed extremely low. Yes. Oh, I was extremely else. lucky. I totally get that. <laughs> But you still have a lot of points for you're right, you're like right up there with everyone else, mm-hmm. so that it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. You still got a great team. Um, all right, uh, number three for me is Quinn. We have the two buys, the two buy players here at three and four, yep. which is interesting. Agreed. Um, which yeah, I like Quinn's team a lot. I've always said on this podcast it's going to be do the Rams have a good week? Then Quinn has a good week, uh, which is not like insanely good to depend on sometimes they've got like a decently tough schedule here down the road uh defensive these defensive matchups are a little tough they're not like the toughest though so i don't think quinn's like in that much trouble in that regard yeah baltimore next week in san francisco the week after that that's tough yeah well san francisco that's 18 that's week 18 it's seattle miss yeah minnesota baltimore seattle minnesota baltimore got it okay um, yeah, Baltimore will be tough in the championship game if Quinn makes it. Um, I think Minnesota, pretty good defense still, but, like, not the best. So, not that bad. Um, I do want to point out Hunter Renfro, who I feel like has not been talked enough about. Like, I have Hunter Renfro in another league, too. He's been great since Rugg, the Ruggs thing happened. Um, so, I, Quinn has, has been loving having him, for sure. Like, it might be just Renfro, Connor, T. Higgins has been doing well lately. Eckler, it might be up to them. Honestly, we talk about Quinn's Rams, but his other players have been really popping off for him, too. Um, yeah, this is still a scary team. I am not as scared of him as Jack because he depend because Quinn feels like he depends on one team too much. And if that team doesn't do well, then, like, he's kind of screwed. Um, so I, not as scary as, like, me, Jack, um, here at the top. I would agree. Um, not quite as scary, just because there's not as much um, flexibility with the team. It's just, mm-hmm. 
there's no there's no out if the Rams have a bad game. He's done. Um, so, I mean, it's a it's a good bet because the Rams are a good team, but you know it's still not flexible to be honest. Like I have a lot of um, you know Packers. If the Packers have a bad game, I can still rely on like the Chiefs and the Chargers. Um, and so I don't know. It's just it's difficult to count your team just on one um, one single team's performance. So I'm going with mm-hmm. I'm going with Jack at number two. I think. Jack's team is very complete, but has a few holes uh, that just don't make them the most complete team. Uh, specifically, playing like Devonte Parker and then playing, you know, Daryl Henderson who has COVID. So I, I don't know if Daryl Henderson is going to play. The quarterback situation isn't great. Um, he doesn't really have the best running back two situation either. Gaskin has been really good, um, but somewhat inconsistent. So. Who knows with him? And, uh, yeah, I, I think this team is extremely good, mostly because of he who must not be named and uh, Debo Samuel and Travis Kelsey. But it's not unbeatable. I don't think it's the best team. Yeah, man. Oh, Debo Samuel has been scary good. Sad. Um, I think it's telling this year has been so weird um, that the top two teams both have a running back in their wide receiver slot. Um, in Samuel and Patterson for me. Yep. Uh, that has, like, been huge for both me and Jack. Um, I'm going to go me and Oh, come two. on. I I don't know. I'm a little more scared that I lose this week than Jack. Like, I, right now, I feel like Jack almost already secured his way to the next round. Obviously, there are a lot of players left to play, but Chris has injury issues. That's just an insane performance on the tight end. And seeing Kittle and Kelsey go off makes me miss Waller so much to the point where it's like, that might just screw me over one of these weeks if I just have to keep playing CJ Uzoma, who didn't do too bad last week with seven points, but obviously I would rather have Waller. Um, But yeah, my team is looking great. As long as this, as long as Urban Meyer firing and Robinson actually gets playing time here and actually gets carries, um, I will be so happy. The championship week, not looking great for him, New England, but he's got Houston and New York mm-hmm. Jets. Yeah. These, these two upcoming weeks could could ride me to the championship for sure. Um, Justin Urban Meyer firing coming just in time. Um, but, yeah, overall, uh, still liking my team. Hopefully I can get myself to the championship. Right now it doesn't look like um, Henry will come back unless it's week 18, so I probably just won't get him, which is sad to me. Um, but, yeah, I, overall I think the Waller – Injuries hurting me a little bit, and Anthony had a good start, so I'm I'm just a little more worried about my week this week, uh, and I think I have a better chance to exit than Jack. Understandable. Um, I've got you number one. I think this is the best team. Uh, you look at the running back situation. I think James Robinson will run all over Houston because um, Houston's terrible. Mixon has been fantastic. You've got Patterson in a running back spot. You're only starting one wide receiver. Um, that's Mike Evans, who was my guy. Missed that guy. He's a good man. Um, and then mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones. Like Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones are two great running backs, and you've got them in flex spots. I think that says all you need to do because Robinson's obviously RB1. I think you're making a bold move <laughs> by playing him, but um, you obviously made the right call by not starting Mike Williams. So here's to you. Uh, Hollywood Brown would be the other option, but... 
I think you just you got to roll with your guy, and your guy is James Robinson. He's gonna you're gonna go as far as he takes you. I think if he puts up a dud and Josh Allen doesn't have a good game, you could very easily lose. But you know this is the most complete team it was last year. It won the championship. That comes with no guarantees, but this is a really good team. It's number one for me. Yeah, scary. Hopefully Josh Allen's injury doesn't like deter him too much from points here. I think it might deter him from his running points he gets usually, which is sad. But, man, he looked good against Tampa Bay last week. Uh, hopefully I get a playoff Josh Allen push. But I, I got Jack here at number one. His team is just so scary. Uh, last week he had some buys. He only scored 102. But the weeks before, especially when he was playing Chris, at that mo- like that week when he played Chris, I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is the scariest roster to play right now. Like, everyone is popping off on this team. It is nuts. Um, I, like, Jonathan Taylor could easily just be – or he must not be named – easily could be Thank you. the Thank league you. winner for him. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as I mentioned earlier, Debo Samuel is helping out with that a ton as well. Yeah, he's just got an insane roster, and it's proven by the fact Travis Kelsey gives him 36 points. It's like, what the hell is Chris supposed to do at this point? Like, he's so far behind already. Um, just sucks. It's going to be up, an uphill battle. But, yeah, it, Jack's number one, but, man, all these teams are so good. So, Yeah, it's like we've said all year. It's going to be tough coming down the stretch. All right, we got to predict – we got to predict here, and I don't want it to go just based on our power ranking. So, um, let's start with uh, let's start with Nick against Tom. Who are you gonna go with here? Um, yeah, I think Tom's gonna end up getting this one. He's gonna end up avoiding punishments despite tanking all year, which is exactly what he wanted to do. Uh, yeah, I mean he's got Rashad Penny who popped off last last week. Um, we'll see if that continues this week. Um, I, I could see a situation where like his team just does nothing and and Nick just randomly has one of those weeks where he does well, which he does every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically when like the Eagles do well. <laughs> it, when Jalen Hurts and Dallas Goddard are connecting on like six touchdowns or whatever. That could happen, but I'm going to go I think the safer bet here is Tom. He's just got a more consistent roster. Well, Anthony did point out something that was really critical in the chat and it's the most recent message. And it's that Tom is a simp. So, because that's the main topic of this podcast, I'm going to go with Nick. Upset. Nick uh, avoids wow. punishment. Yeah, we we the pun- Tom's punishment will be to simp for his girlfriend even more. Wow, that's um, going to be a weird punishment. She's going to love it. <laughs> yeah, she will. Uh, all right, Alex versus Charlie. This should be an exciting one. I just. I, I'm rooting for Alex to win so he avoids punishment for the first time. I just got a feeling Alex is going to do it. He's This is the most important game for his franchise ever, and he's going to do it. He's going to pull out the win. I, I'm going for Alex. I'm not even looking at matchups. I don't care. Agreed. Alex's team, they got a fire under their ass. They're ready. This is probably the biggest game in franchise history for Alex. Um, I think he's going to have his guys fired up. I think they're going to be ready to go. Um, Charlie doesn't really have as much to play for, like, Charlie's been here before, you know. He's won a championship. These guys have been there, but they're they're not they're not excited about being in the toilet bowl. I don't think they come out motivated and ready to go. Alex will win this game easily, going away. 
Nice. It helps that Alex, like, but the, the Harris thing was like a double win for Alex because Charlie has a Damian Harris and then Alex has Ramadre Stevenson. Exactly. So that, that helped a lot. I think that, I think that might be the winner right there. And then just quick prediction. Who do you think is going to win uh, that next matchup? Who, who wins it? Gets, uh, gets out of the toilet so bowl unscathed. Uh, it's Charlie versus Nick. Um, well, Charlie versus Tom oh, for, for me. Oh, okay, okay. Go through for me. Charlie versus Nick, right? And you, you, yeah. For me and Charlie versus Nick, I think uh, Charlie will win that one, and Nick will be our toilet king. All right, I'm gonna say that yeah, uh, Charlie will beat Tom, and Tom will be the toilet king, and then uh, that Alex will come out of the toilet bowl unscathed and be seventh place. Nice. Um, yeah, I say, I say Alex beats Tom as well. Let's go, I'll Alex. Alex. All right, Alex that now over. for the playoff predictions. John, let, run me through the bracket. What's going to happen? What's that? All right. Um, all right, here we go. I'll, I'll run through the bracket. Um, all right, so up here up top, we got me versus Anthony in the first round, which never happens. We always face each other in the second round. Always second round. So... I, and I always beat Anthony when I face him in the second round. So I'm a little worried about the first round vibes. I don't know if my team is used to seeing Anthony this early in the playoffs. I think, you know, that might trip us up a little bit. <laughs> but my prediction is Chubb has some trouble when his offensive linemen um, suck and they're all rated like 60 overall in Madden or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I say Chubb has a little trouble. The Browns have a little trouble. If Lockett doesn't play because uh, he have co- has COVID, it's going to be even tougher. Um, and overall, my team is is fired up this week. My only my only big mistake here, or my only big blunder, is, uh, is Waller's out, unfortunately. But Robinson, he's fired up. I know he hated Urban Meyer. I he's about to pop off against Houston and carry my team to a round one victory against Anthony. I'm going me. I'm going to agree um, with that. I think you're going to pull this out. I think James Robinson comes out with a fire lit underneath him um, that Urban Meyer is out after he drafted a running back on him, like after a great year, as soon as he came in. Um, Lockett, we'll see if he plays. If he does not, that's even worse. But um, I'm going to go with you. You were my number one team. I think this is going to be tight, as it always is. High scoring. Both teams are going to go off. Um, but you're going to pull this out and move on to the second round. Um, then I'll go at the bottom of the bracket, Jack and Chris. I think Chris will make a really strong fight out of it, but Jonathan Taylor will be too much to overcome um, despite you know having a good matchup, a tough matchup against the Patriots. I'm going to say Jack, um, Jack pulls it out and moves on to the next round. Yeah, this one's a little... If we would have predicted this one before, it would have been a little more spicy, but after a 36 performance with Kelsey, Chris already, like, banged up with injuries. It's much easier to pick Jack now. So I will go with Jack as well. Um, yeah, I, God, what a disappointing year for Chris it would be if he just has a first-round exit, which is most likely to happen. After starting off this year, the first four weeks, as, like, the team to beat, he's just fallen this far, which... Man, that's sad. Agreed. It is sad. Um, not that sad though. Chris knocked me out in the playoffs last year. I don't. I don't mind it. All right. <laughs> well, you've absolutely dominated him this year. So thank I think God. You got your finally. Um, okay. <laughs> Second round. Quinn will play John. Um, 
you know, I, I'm not even going to look at the matchups, but I'm just going to say Quinn makes his first Toilet Bowl championship. I'm hoping for it. Um, I'll play Jack. Toilet Jack's Bowl championship? Gonna, or, sorry, Rice Bowl championship. <laughs> I keep doing this with Quinn's team. Keep forgetting that they're good. Um, yeah, Quinn will move on to the championship. He'll face off against Jack, um, and then Jack will pull off the title. Jack wins the championship in his first year. Because that's kind of how this league goes. We bring in somebody new and they win the title. Uh, yeah, uh, that feels right, right? You know, it feels like Jack's going to win and it feels like I'm going to be punished for kicking um, Grant out, who could have been the champion this year. Um, all right, I, I'm i going to go different. I'm going to go completely opposite. I'm going to say me and you win. Oh, um, wow. And we're going to face off of the championship, which is not the matchup I want. You destroy me every time you play me. Um, and I'm going to say you win. I'm going to say you beat me. Um, Tyreek Hill, as he usually does, will put up 50. I say I'm crowning Michael. He's so hot right now. I'm going to crown Michael. It just seems like his year. I'm wow. crowning Michael's our champ. I would love that. We will see. That's going to be hype when I face you for the title. Uh, we've always dreamed of that. Yeah, it's never happened. Yeah. We've never I, faced off in the we playoffs. Would, we would definitely have a podcast that week, Tom, for sure. Hundred <laughs> percent. Tom wouldn't even be able to listen to it because he's simping so hard. <laughs> True, but I don't know why we're recording this. Tom's not even going to have time to listen to it. No, he's just with his girlfriend <laughs> the whole time. Yep. All right, you got to get out of here. Yes, I do. I'm glad we got a podcast in though. Absolutely. Tom, if you ever decide to listen to this in 2026, I hope you enjoyed.